Greetings, my fellow educators, and welcome to the podcast series. My name is Brian. Once again, I'm going back to the archives. In fact, I hadn't listened to this episode since its original release, and I'm glad I had a chance to revisit it. I had just turned 43 and was reflecting back on my career as a teacher and feel I need to bring back some of the ideas that I presented in this episode titled The Best of Times and the Worst of Times. This is a podcast for educators by an educator, and thank you so much for tuning in. I'm kind of reflective because today is my birthday, and I'm fortunate to have a birthday fall on the weekend, which is nice. Typically, I'm always going to work for my birthday, and that's kind of nice because it gets announced at school, and the kids make it fun and a good deal, but at the same time, I kind of like a little peace and quiet and relaxation to go along on my special day, but I'm feeling pretty reflective reflective today and I'm 43 years old 43 years you kind of look back and think well college was certainly a long time ago and the amount of time when you were in college another 20 years and you'll be that much closer to social security and senior benefits you think well maybe now I have more years behind me than I do in front of me and most of those years at least the last 20 years or so, have been devoted to education in some form or capacity. I haven't been teaching for a full 20 years, but whether going to school or practicums or student teaching, I've had lots of experience at this point. You think, well, I spent my 20s and my 30s and part of my 40s doing something that's education-related. Has it been worth it? Well, you know, we'd like to to say it is, but you put a lot of your prime years into something and those years are gone. Were those years well spent? Because education is not generally just a a nine to five position. Sometimes I think, well, it it wasn't worth it. And other days I think, wow, it's been a great ride. And I suspect if you're around my age, you probably may be feeling the same way. It just kind of depends on the day. But on this episode, I want to keep it short, but I want to share some things that have been valuable to me in my journey of education, and I would like to pass along to you. Here's some of what this old guy has learned across the way. And this is in no particular order. First is getting up early in the morning and accomplishing whatever it is that you need to accomplish. Some people like getting up early to work out. Some people like getting up early to have quiet time and religious study, uh, journal reflection, meditation. But I've also found that getting up early just puts you in a better mindset to go to school and not get there when the kids are there or five minutes before they arrive in your classroom and you're rushing to school and daggummit, the computer's not working right or you forgot this at home because you were in such a rush. And I have found just getting up early in the morning and putting up some coffee, opening up my laptop and kind of getting ready for the day really puts me in a good state of mind because honestly, I'm too tired to work past four o'clock, which is when most of our teachers leave. I'm exhausted. It's been a full day and the kids have worn me out and I'm just tired. 
the last thing I want to do is take a whole bunch of work home when I'm burned out and tired. So typically I will try to get things done, catch up on emails, work on lesson plans, maybe grade some stuff in the morning when I'm a little bit more fresh. But, oh, Brian, it feels so good to sleep in. Yes, it does. Believe me, I understand that. But when you get yourself up early in the morning and get things done and even getting to school earlier than most teachers when it's kind of quiet and peaceful and you can kind of ease into your morning, I have found that to be much more successful than rushing and getting to school last minute and five minutes later the kids come in and you're like, ah, that has worked well for me. The ability to just wake up early and get to school in plenty of time. On the flip side of that, another thing I have learned that has been invaluable to me and something I've been incorporating more recently in my teaching career is going to bed early. You'll find it's so much easier getting up in the morning. A lot of times I wake up without even my alarm going off. It's wonderful. So I encourage all you teachers out there, you're like running on fumes and chucking down a bunch of soda drinks and coffee all throughout the day and so exhausted. Man, there is great power in just going to bed early and getting up early. That takes care of a lot of stress, takes care of you, and you're not so tired and and fatigued as much. If you stay up late and then wake up to the alarm and rush to school, you're stressed because of traffic and you're not ready for the day because the kids come five minutes later. So great power in going to bed early getting the rest that you need and waking up early and kind of easing into your day. Another thing I've learned in my teaching career is when I have arrived at school in plenty of time and I've got everything set up and what I need ready, I try to welcome the kids and talk to them as they walk in in the morning. Too often, I think, as teachers, we don't really acknowledge them coming into our classroom or, hey, how's it going while we're trying to fix this or multitask that. And that is kind of my time just to to talk to my students, find out how the sporting event they were in was yesterday, their weekend, because they're tired and maybe they're not in the best frame of mind. So I like conversing with them and projecting positivity. Usually we'll have a positive quote and we'll talk about it. And this is something I've learned as well, having music as they come in. And music has really been one of my recent endeavors that I've really enjoyed implementing. When they come in, there's music, there's not that dead silence and, oh, I'm so tired. Now, something that will wake them up as well as waking you up. And even you middle school and high school teachers and some elementary teachers I know switch classes, having some music as they leave and having some music as they come in, even if it's educational music, just really helps with the atmosphere of getting your students excited to learn and enjoy being there because if you have a better attitude, you can work so much more with that. Something else I've found beneficial as I look back on my career and kind of reflective here on my birthday is the ability to choose your battles. And so many teachers out there are so high strung and stressed out that it seems like any little thing is just going to be made into a a big deal. Yes, Johnny forgot his pencil, or maybe Jenny has a messy desk, or maybe the line isn't as straight as you would like it when they go down the hallway. Choose your battles. I'm not saying let them walk all over you. Of course not. Have rules, have guidelines, have consequences. But at the same time, just realize these 
are our kids. These are teens that we're working with. And in many ways, they just got here. They're not anywhere near 43 years old. So I tend to be a little bit more patient because I choose the battles that I want to fight. A parent had told me, Brian has a, a great balance between being fair and a no-nonsense attitude. And he has patience, but at the same time, kid knows not to run all over him. And so I encourage you just to choose your battles and not to get upset or lecture or stressed out over every little single thing that they're doing. You'll have a more relaxed class and kids will be enjoying the environment that you offer without having to feel like they're walking on eggshells because they might make a mistake. Something else I've learned in my career is the power of exercise. This is so important because, yeah, even if we choose our battles, it is very possible that stress gets the best out of us and we just have one of those days. And so one of the things I've implemented much more in my life because... A, it's good for me, and B, it really does help not only physically but emotionally is going to work out. Even if it's just taking the dogs for a walk or doing push-ups or sit-ups or running outside, swimming, something to where you can burn off that stress. And many of you I know have stress when you come home because you have your own kids and you have to get them settled and situations that go on with them. But find the time to exercise, whether it's early in the morning, which is probably may be the best time to do it, or uh, shortly after you get home from school. Whenever time works best for you, don't forget to exercise and to eat properly. If you don't take care of yourself, boy, the teaching career is going to be a much more lethal profession for you. So I encourage you teachers, get the sleep you need, get up early, and exercise. Eat right. Quit eating all the junk to sustain you. Bring some healthy snacks for you to munch on throughout the day instead of the candy bars. So just a few things that come to mind. There's many more, but I'm going to keep this a short program. What are your uh, suggestions, you veteran teachers out there, as you look back on your career? Has it been worth it? What things come to mind as you reflect over your, your career that have helped you? And, man, the year seems to be flying by. I know many of you are ready for spring break, and believe me, I am as well. So I would love to hear what you have to say as we approach the end of the year and what's going on with your classrooms and what questions you may have that we can talk about. So it's my birthday, 43 years old. Looking back over my teaching career, investing my prime years of my 20s and 30s and early 40s into this profession, has it been worth it? Well, I will use the famous quote, it has been the best of times and it has been the worst of times. But honestly, as I look back, the good times far outweigh the bad, and I hope the same for you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for this. I know of your fondness for antiques. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Message, Spock? None that I'm conscious of. Except, of course, happy birthday. Surely the best of times. <laughs>